Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to the Hope Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Marissa, and this is the podcast where we dive into everything from the effects of diet culture and how to free yourself from it, body image struggles and healing, and provide you with some no BS nourishment truths. Each episode, we dive into one of these areas with trailblazing individuals and women who are spreading empowering and positive messages in the health and wellness industry. And today, I have a very beautiful, special guest with me. I'm welcoming Shelly on this episode. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here. Um, Me and Shelly, once again, just another beautiful connection, thanks to Instagram that we've stumbled upon each other's pages and we've connected a little bit in the past. And I was like, I need to have you on because (laughs) your message is so similar to mine on Instagram. Yes. Have, we're just so aligned in so many ways and I just love when we can be each other's cheerleaders and like pump mm-hmm. the message that we're spreading so yeah um just to give a little bit of insight into all about Shelly so she's an integrative nutrition health coach um she specifically helps women heal their relationship to food and their body so again just like super in line like we're basically so yes at this point, I feel. <laughs> that's right yeah um and yeah, and Shelly has a lot of similar struggles that I face. So I think a lot of you guys listening in are going to relate to a lot of the things she's going to share today. Um, but more specifically, she's struggled with body dysmorphia at a young age, which we're going to talk a little bit about. And she also entered the modeling industry at 16. So yeah, I'm just excited to kind of hear more about your story. So let's just dive into what kind of brought you here and what you mm-hmm give us give us the rundown all right yes it's been a long long bumpy road um but I'm so so grateful for where I'm at now so like you mentioned yes the the dieting and the body um awareness that I had was fostered at a very young age I remember being called names on the playground chubby shelly belly all the time I was like the kid at the birthday parties that wore the big white t-shirt over the bathing suits because I was so self-conscious at even such a young age. Um, and then just growing up as a, as a teen in the nineties was just absolute torture. Like, I can't believe that we all made it out alive from that. That was just absolutely insane. I actually so things that we had to yeah. watch. Yes, yes. And this like social conditioning of like, this is what you need to look like in order to be healthy, which is such a lie. So I decided to dive right into that whole media (laughs) industry and start to do modeling. And then I also did um, acting as well. So it was just like, I immersed myself in it. And at first it was like, oh, I'm going to show all those kids who made fun of me on the playground. Like, oh yeah, who's Shelly Belly now? Mm. When I was not even close to um, eating enough. I was over-exercising. I was doing all the things to an extreme in order to meet these standards that the modeling industry had. And um, trying to go against where your body naturally wants to be is such an awful life to live. It's not living. It's not living. And that's where I was for so many years trying to be somebody that I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that my body and my soul reached a point where I was like, I I can't do this anymore. 
I, I literally can't do this anymore. My hair was falling out in clumps. I had this like under right eye twitch. Anytime I would look up to the right, like sometimes I'll like look up and I think I, it like is like PTSD. Like, oh, is it going to happen again? No, it's not. I'm feeling my body. I'm feeling good. I'm prioritizing my health and my well-being. That eye twitch, you know, hasn't been happening. And it's like the best feeling ever. Um, but I, I think the lowest point that I reached was, I remember it was, it was either my birthday or one of my kids' birthdays and I wouldn't eat the cake because it wasn't healthy enough. Mm. And that was such a low, sad point in my life. And I look back on that with such compassion for myself because I was only doing the best that I could with what I thought was healthy. Like I, I really thought that that was, but now my eyes are open to see that isn't health. That's not true health. You know, you know what I mean? Cause sometimes that mental restriction is worse than the physical restriction. And I was mentally restricting myself for so, so long. And so I, I started to almost have this inner dialogue with myself, like, all right, something has to change and let's try and break this down one thing at a time, one rule at a time. And we can go into this, like what, um, you know, that looked like for me, but like just being able to break those food rules one at a time was so important on, on my own journey. And I know for a lot of my clients journeys too, it's like, I, for instance, I thought that gluten was the devil, right? Because diet culture is like, oh, gluten makes you bloated. It's anti or it's inflammatory and blah, 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 blah. Yes. If you have a legit food allergy to gluten or you're following doctor's orders to eliminate it, you do that. But if it's just because diet culture is telling you it's bad. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have some gluten. I'm going to have some white bread. And I was like, am I going to explode? Like, is this something going to happen? You know what I mean? And I was fine. I was completely fine. Actually, I was very happy. Like I was like, this tastes freaking delicious, yeah. you know? And so it was just like one thing at a time seeing, is that really true? Mm. Is that true? And so like, that was, that was huge for me. So then I, was really into health and nutrition. And so I went and graduated from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And when I first went into health coaching, I was like, I'm going to help people eat healthy. You know, like that's, that's what I'm going to do. And I quickly realized that there's a lot more to health than just eating nutritious foods. You know what I mean? So, um, it's been such a, um, amazing journey to just be there for myself and for my clients, um, as they find true health for them. You know, it's like, it's just the best, best feeling in the world to see them be able to release that restriction and finally emerge into their own and finding a balance in their life. Finally. Um, it's just the most rewarding experience. Oh. It really is. See, and that's like one of the, I mean, like both of us have kind of taken what we've been through and been like, okay, mm -hmm. this is so wrong on so many levels. Let's share, not only share our story, but let's do our best to change the narrative because it's, yes, the narrative needs a lot of work, but I it think does. 
the more of us that we share our story and because for me it really a lot of my story started when I started sharing about my binge eating because I was like this cannot be Mm. normal and no one was talking about it and then I realized holy crap like so many people especially women struggle with this and so So many like I just met a mom on the playground and it was just like you know she's like oh well I'm really good all week and then the weekends I just go off Mm. and I'm like okay you know like I'm trying to like you know like because I used to be like that that was so me oh my gosh I was like clean 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 in quotations eater and and then I would remember like Thursday afternoons it was just it was crazy like because I wouldn't have modeling jobs on Friday and so I would just it was it was awful I I couldn't even sit down like I would make myself sick you know it was yeah and I think that it's normalized like oh your cheat meals and your you know what I mean it's like Mm -hmm. we don't have to earn and burn our food no right you know yeah and that cycle is just it's really hard to break free from that cycle when you think Mm -hmm. that that's what you should be doing like you should be super strict and super rigid and like you said like cutting out the white bread and just those crazy yeah just the narratives need a lot of work so yeah I think another really important point to make is that I think a lot of people it's scary like it's not it is not like it's like oh I'm actually just gonna choose food freedom going forward like it's not that simple not easy Mm -hmm. and that fear around it is so real and also valid because you've been doing something yes one way for so long so I think like what was your mindset around like the fear around it because I know for myself it was so scary to just eat breakfast or eat enough or have a meal with carbs like those things felt so scary for so long so Mm -hmm. what was your like experience with that yeah that's a really good question so um I was thinking about it too, because it's actually something that I help with my clients too, because it is very real. Like those, those food rules and that lifestyle is not only encouraged by society, but like you said, you, that's all you've known. Like this is, this is what we've deemed as healthy. So it can feel very scary to like dive freaking headfirst into it. So like, what's a realistic way that we can start to introduce this. So for instance, myself and some of my clients, pasta was just like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm not eating pasta. Are you kidding me? Like just alone, like a full dish of it, you know? Um, So it's like, okay, let's take that. Let's take those feelings. What if we can slowly start to introduce it? What if you can mix in some greens with the salad, maybe make it like a cold salad, you know, add some red onions and parsley, cucumbers, tomatoes with the pasta. And then you can slowly start to reintroduce these foods, you know, in a nutrient dense way that will help your body feel good as well, I think is a really, um, you know, realistic way that you can start to add in these fear foods, if you will, um, in a way that feels safe, that um, helps your body feel good and nourished at the same time. Um, I think one of like my favorite emails from one of my clients was like, I just sat down with my family and my husband made the the dinner and it was a pasta dinner. It was like spaghetti or something. And she said, and I sat down with my kids and I ate the meal. I didn't, you know, frantically start making some substitution with a low carb tofu pasta or, you know what I mean? Like I just sat down and I ate it and it was delicious. 
and I was there with my kids. I was present with them. It, it, it was just so eye-opening. And she was like, and at first I was like, oh, do I need to go work out? And she's like, you know what? I just watched a movie with my kids that night. I was like, yes, eat the pasta and skip a workout, <laughs> you know? But like, that's still, that's being healthy. Like that's being aware of your body and your needs and what you really need in life, you know? Yeah. It's the gold. Having the pasta. Like that's the thing too. Yes. If you're, if food is consuming you and Mm -hmm. you can't even like, I just, I speak to so many people who are like, I don't even live my life because every single second I'm thinking about food or my body, or it's just all consuming. And I'm sure you know what that's like, because I remember when I would wake up and it would be like, first thing I'm like, body check. What am I going to eat today? What am I craving? What am I, what am I going to eat next Saturday? Like, it was just like, that was my whole life. And oh my gosh, it's just, it's really sad that like so many of us are trapped in that place. Sometimes it feels right. Like it just, yes. Like I couldn't even go out to eat if I didn't look at the menu, scour it try and see what substitutions I can make. Like I literally have wanted to go back to restaurants and personally apologize to those waiters. Like I am so sorry <laughs> that I, like I, it was, I mean, I was like awful to go out to eat with. And then I would like get like a salad and asparagus and then eat like f- five bread baskets when really, if I just, you know, ordered what I really wanted, you know? Totally. So yeah, it's all about like that awareness. And I think looking back on our um, past selves, if you will, or these past experiences that we've had, you know, when we were so rigid with the rules, we can look back on that with compassion for ourselves, you know, is so key, you know, instead of like, oh gosh, I lost all those years to dieting. And like, you know, like, no, 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 you didn't. No, you didn't. You know, you, this is exactly where you need to be. And what a blessing that is. Cause like you've said too, in your messages, like, do you really want to be 70, 80 years old doing this stuff? No way, no way. You know what I mean? It like, mm-mm, you know? And so when we can look on ourselves and the journey that we're on with compassion and knowing like, you know, we're just doing the best we can right now, you know? Oh, that's such a important place that I want to, like put more focus Mm -hmm. on because I think that too when we start this journey or if you're just starting your food freedom journey or you just you want to start but you don't really know where to start like kindness to yourself and that compassion and patience like you berating yourself and getting mad at yourself and getting frustrated yourself like that is not going to help in any way shape or form so that's a really good point because for me too like in the beginning of my journey like just one day at a time I was like okay just be kind to yourself like you're like you said you're doing the best that you can and no matter what happens like it's gonna be okay even if you spiral back into a binge or you like have those like restrictive mindsets like it's okay give yourself kindness and Mm -hmm. try to move on from that point like you said you can't dwell on what was or how many years xyz right it's all about kindness we also all kind of suck at giving each other kind or ourselves kind yeah it's really hard it's really hard you know what I mean it's just like because you first have to feel like you deserve that you know you have to get to that point where you're like no no no, I deserve to feel good Mm -hmm. I deserve to feel loved I deserve to feel accepted and after years and years of being told like 
nope, don't listen to your hunger. Don't listen to your cravings. Don't listen to yourself. Like just follow this meal plan and everything will be good. And we all know it's not, (laughs) not going to make you feel good. Good. It's, it's, it's all inside. You know what I mean? And so once you finally break through, through those gates of like, no, I deserve to feel good. That's why I'm doing this. That's why I'm talking to myself with some love and respect after all these years of going the other way, you know? And to add to that, you deserve it no matter mm-hmm. what. Like you don't need no to matter what. It. There's no earning. It's yes. just like you deserve it no matter what. Yes. Point blank. Absolutely. Yeah. Period. Period. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love all that. Those are those are huge things. And I kind of want to segue um, because Shelly's a mama. And yes. obviously I have no kids. So I love mm-hmm. having like a a fresh perspective on it because I can't speak to anyone like like really intentionally who has children or who is a mom or or whatnot so I think um we were chatting a little bit about those those emotions that might come up when you're raising your children and Mm -hmm. you want to obviously provide that like balanced outlook on health and nutrition and like navigating that especially when you yourself on working on are working on that food freedom I know so many parents who don't want to pass on those like yes. narratives or that diet culture that like maybe we were in and and things like that so how how do you go about kind of dealing with that whole process and and narrative mm-hmm. yeah yeah I would love to to go, go deeper here because so, yes, I have two boys ages 12 and six. So sometimes it feels like they're in two different worlds, but, um, so our 12 year old recently has, um, he started playing some, um, competitive sports and he needed to be at this certain weight to be on this team. And it was so eye opening for me because he really wanted to be this certain position, but he had to lose weight in order to be that position. And it was so triggering for me because weight loss and then with your own kid. So I was like, Shelly, use the tools that you have. Like, this is the perfect opportunity for you to be able to be there for him, to teach him the things that, you know, I wish I knew when I was his age, like, this is great. So main thing was like, no matter what, I love you. Mm. Like no matter what you look like, whatever weight, you know what I mean? When you step on that scale, like we had a backup plan for whatever that weight was, he knew what, what the plan was going to be, if it was this one or this one. Right. So we took this opportunity to add in instead of taking away, it was like, okay, let's add in more fresh fruits and veggies. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he's like a preteen. He likes to eat his Takis and that's totally fine. You know? (laughs) So like, you know, it was like, you could still have your Takis, but let's like add in some things with it. Like maybe you can have like a chicken sandwich and then have some Takis on the side or whatever. Like it was like, let's think of things we can add in. And then also getting him involved in the cooking was really huge too. Um, because I feel like when they're present for it, they're more likely to eat it. Um, so it was like, whatever we made for dinner, it was like, he would pack half of that for his lunch. And so honestly, like he had more energy, he was feeling great, you know, and, um, you know, just to close out this story, like, even though the weight, he didn't lose enough weight, um, he had such an awesome mindset to switch into that mode. Like he's like, all right, I'm playing defense and I'm going to go out. And he played the whole game offense and defense. Like 
a powerhouse. Like I'm so, so proud of him. Um, so, you know, during that process, um, I had a lot of emotions, you know, when I saw my own son stepping on that scale, like I was just like, I had to go to the car and just like take some deep breaths and just like, because a, I was so great. so proud of him, you know, for his mindset that he had with it all. But like, also, I just remember me stepping on that scale and wanting so bad to see a certain number come up and the devastating feelings I would get when that number wasn't what I wanted it, you know? And I think that our kids can feel that, you know, they can feel and they can see, you know, the, the eating habits that we have. So for instance, you know, years ago, um, when I was thick in my disordered eating, like, I remember my son was like, you never get a piece of pizza with us. And, and I was, yeah, like just I, I couldn't even believe it. Like, I was just like, oh yeah, yeah. Pick up. they do, they do pick up. So what a, a even more greater opportunity for us to be able to teach a balanced outlook on, on health, on nutrition, on exercise, on taking rest days when you need it, on honoring your body, on um, being there for others too, you know, like, so that you can be an example and you can stand up. Like if you see somebody else getting bullied about their weight, you know, be like, Hey, you know what? Not necessary, not necessary. Just shut it down. You know, like, instead of like following the crowd, like how can you stand out and, and be there for others, you know, and in a way that's accepting, encouraging, it's, it's so much more than just the food. You know what I mean? You know, no, that's amazing. And I think, the biggest like I actually got chills you talking about that because I just can't imagine also yeah like seeing your kid step on a scale and it's amazing you you, like helped him kind of hone in on the the healthier mindset around it and yes identifying with the number not placing like all this worth and emphasis on it like that's huge and I think the biggest thing of you talking about that it just it clicked for me not that long ago that like us working through these things and either teaching our our kids better mindsets or our friends or just the people around us like we're changing the cycle and yes even though it might not seem like oh like I'm maybe I like I told my girlfriend not to like keep weighing herself or 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 let the the scale dictate her worth or whatever Mm -hmm. any small like thing like that it's so meaningful we don't even realize it because we're we're changing the narrative one person and one family and one lineage at a time right like if I think about it if I ever have kids and I have a daughter or even a son mm-hmm. like for me now to take what I've learned just like you've done and change like changing that cycle like that's huge yes yes it, it really is like this is such a beautiful opportunity for us to break that cycle, you know, like we do not have to keep living, you know, with all of those, those rules that grandma, mom, dad, you know, showed us, you know, and, you know, I think too, like looking on that with that compassion too, like if you did receive those kind of body comments from your parents, which unfortunately a lot of people have a lot. And when you can look on what, how they were raised, you know, and I feel like there's so much more awareness now 
um, in a good direction, in a way that's like actual, real, true health. Um, when we can look on what they learned and that those comments were never about you, mm. you know, if they were commenting on your body, like it was just unfortunately what they learned, yeah. you know? And so to, to look back on that with, with a compassionate heart is key to move forward and heal from that. Absolutely. And that's the thing. It's so deeply rooted, ingrained in us, like, like, um, like our family lineage, when you think about it, if your grandma ever said anything about her body, and then your mom ever said anything about her body or your body, or just family members in general, or people around you, um, even like we were chatting about the things we grew up in in the 90s and probably like even before the 90s I think those things are just coming up now like the movies and the tv shows and I've looked at some of those reels and I'm like how did we watch that and holy crap looking at it now it's crazy I'm like no wonder we all hate our bodies for just existing yeah I think that's another good point about the compassion piece because when you when you look at it from that side of things of like okay like these thoughts and narratives and things going on in my head like it's not me it's what I've been ingrained with I think yes that helps oh me. that's huge right? huge because you think about it you're like oh my gosh okay I've been taught these things because this is the beauty standard you know with the modeling and the acting like it was like this is what you need to look like you know and okay, well, who's telling me to look like that? Oh, okay. This marketing team or this, you know, production company is saying, this is what beautiful looks like. And then it's like, then it goes through a filtering process of, you know, some person behind a desk editing a photo to look a certain way. And we're like, oh gosh, I wish I could have her skin. She doesn't even have that skin. (laughs) She don't even look like that. Like, you know what I mean? And so we're like, what are we really comparing ourselves to when we can like get a like a outlook you know like you're fly on the wall kind of like oh okay it's not even real yeah who wants to be that exactly (laughs) no way no way you know it's very um, eye-opening it is eye-opening and I think that's almost like part of shifting that narrative for yourself too right is just being aware of those things and I just actively ask myself questions now because if I'm having a bad Mm. body image day, I'm like, okay, well, like what actually makes my body wrong in this moment? Nothing. I can Mm, answer and be like, actually nothing. It's just either social media or uh, society or this one comment I, that was made to me when I was like this year's old, it has nothing to do with me or my body. So I always ask myself that I'm like, what actually makes my body wrong in this moment? I love that question. And you can, I love that. Yeah, you can usually be like nothing actually. So mm-hmm. I think like challenging those thoughts and those things that are like you aren't your thoughts. Nope. And it, it's also like brings you back to gratitude, right? Like you having gratitude for your body. Like when I first started my body gratitude uh, journey it was really simple. Like, it was just like, I remember I was like holding my, holding myself up in a plank and I was looking at all my fingers. I'm like, you are so freaking lucky. Like, look at that. Like your all of them are holding you up right now in a plank. Like, that's so awesome. You know, like you can, it doesn't have to be, you know, this huge thing, like, cause that is awesome. Like we have so many things about us to be grateful for, and we can just 
keep it, keep it simple and keep it, you know, realistic, um, to incorporate some gratitude in your life, especially when it comes to your body. Oh, I love it. I love it. That is huge. That's been my biggest lesson this past year, because when I was injured, mm-hmm. barely yes. able to get out of bed, I was like, how have I been hating on what I look like when I like really when you think about it like you being able to get out of your bed yes house walk wherever you want to walk move like a lot of people don't even have that luxury of just getting up in I know yep I honestly like I've been thinking yes about that and like how privileged we are to be able to have this life you know and so it's just, we're so blessed, you know? And it's like, yes, when those physical ailments come, like it really puts things, you know, in perspective, um, big time, big time. Absolutely. Yeah. So appreciation all around, like just being kinder to yourself throughout your whole Mm -hmm. is the best thing that you can do. Um, yeah. 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 Um, speaking of like privilege, sorry, something like just came yeah. Uh, I think that's the other thing that really just ticked me off. I'm going to be, <laughs> keep it clean here with diet culture is that there's this privilege involved in it too. There's a layer of that, of like, oh, if you shop here and you buy this food, then, then you'll be healthy. It was like, A, not, a, not everybody can shop at Whole Foods or Erwan. You know what I mean? Like, Let's just keep it real. Like when you're putting all these foods on this pedestal and, you know, not checking your privilege at the door and you're just saying, well, why aren't you eating this? Like, this is the healthiest thing. We have got to like see that for what it is. You know, when you see those messages come up, cause it's everywhere. It is literally leaked in, um, see it for what it is and be able to be, um, you know, aware of it and know that that is not true, (laughs) you know, that that is not the end all say all, you know, when it comes to your health and your nutrition and your food choices. Um, I just, sometimes those privileged um, food rule videos really, I don't like them. (laughs) I don't like them whatsoever. And if we're honestly really talking about privilege, when you think about it, and this might get a little bit dark, but there's people in the world who like on a daily basis, don't even have the luxury of eating enough or nourished, or they don't even have money to buy themselves food or clean water. That's yeah. Like, I mean, when I was growing up, we were, you know, we had to go to the food bank. Like we were on welfare. I'm my mom, a single mom, you know, like, and, you know, when there's all this narrative of like, oh, processed foods are, you know, they're inflammatory, they're going to hurt your health and they're going to kill you. Basically, they make it sound like it's deadly. When in reality, it was like growing up, that was basically all we were given. And if you're going to say, like, I'm not allowed to eat that food because it's processed and I wouldn't have been nourished growing up, like, that's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. You know, so I think. Um, I have this like outlook now, like I can use those really hard moments, you know, that we went through, um, you know, it's not, not easy, you know, growing up in a low income family and being able to see it now of the wider perspective and seeing like, that was the nourishment I have. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for that, you know? 
Um, and I think it's just too like taking these foods off their high and mighty pedestals. Yeah. And that's where people get really, it's just, there's so much info out there now of like, oh, well, yeah, I should eat this, but I shouldn't eat this. And it's just like, keep it simple. Like, especially when we're talking about, um, like I've, I've had conversations with people who they're like, oh, well, why are you eating this or promoting this? Um, it's got all like X, Y, Z ingredients. And I'm just like, man, some people are just having a hard time eating the tub of ice cream. Like, let's just focus on the food yes. first. And then maybe, yeah, a stepping stone is like, you being more mindful of ingredients absolutely but like let's just first start with like you feeling like you can honor your cravings and have what you actually want in the moment and let's get people out of the restricting and the binging and even more fear because if someone were to come and tell me like oh that like I'm just using ice cream as an example but that ice cream this and this and this and this and it's toxic and it's bad for your health and I'm like okay like objectively now that I'm through my food freedom journey I see where you're coming from but at the same time if I was still so deep in my fear around food and honoring my cravings like I just want to I just want to get through the day of like not obsessing about every single thing that I'm eating you know what I mean yes absolutely time you guys Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Yes. I've told, I've received many messages too. Or it's just like, so you're just promoting, like eat whatever you want and you know, everything will be fine. You know what I mean? It's so, um, it's so hard. Like it's such a, it's such, but that, you know what, that's going to happen with, within anything in the nutrition industry and the fitness industry, because we think that there's this black and white and it's all or nothing, or it's one extreme to the next. And it's not like, it's not every day is different. Yeah. Every day is different and honoring your body is looks different every day. Thank God. You know, like, that's great. Love it. You know, for example, today it was 930 AM and I was like, I have a busy day. I'm going to eat some chocolate because I feel like some chocolate and whatever. And then I just moved on with my life. So it's like little things like that, where there should be no food rules. You should feel totally empowered to nourish your body first and foremost, but also honor your cravings. And like I always say, the more we can get away from restriction, we are also going to be moving further away from binging and feeling out of yes, feeling consumed by food. Yes. I mean, that is so true. I didn't realize that I had a problem with binging until I finally started nourishing my body properly. Like I remember I would go to this health food store, right? It's healthy. So I can eat whatever I want. And I remember, you know, after the whole week of restricting, I would go to this health food store and I would get all the things that I deemed, you know, my unhealthy foods or my fear foods, you know, which always included carbs, sugar, you know, all the foods that, you know, the diet culture makes you feel like are the devil's food. And I would allow myself to have this. And so this is after, gosh, at least a year of like consciously fueling my body again, giving my per- myself permission to eat the foods that I want. And it was like autopilot. I went back into this um, health food store and I started putting the stuff in the basket like that I used to get just like on autopilot. And I put it up on the counter for the lady to ring up. And I looked in the basket and I was like, actually, I don't need that. Like I'm good because I was all I had already eaten. I was already full. I was already satisfied. And and she's just looking at me like, uh, okay, yeah, whatever. But I, I had this like, huge eye-opening moment like oh my gosh 
I didn't feel the need to binge because I was already fueling my body. Oh my, I couldn't believe it. And I'm like skipping to put this stuff back. Not because I was like, oh, I can't have this. It was like, I'm good. Like, it was like the best feeling in the world, you know? And I got the things that I knew I wanted to get. And that was it, you know? It was best feeling. I love that. Yeah, no, it's... um. I just want to reiterate our, our time is coming up here on go. Okay. But I just want to reiterate like everything we've kind of talked about today is that food freedom is so possible for everyone. And it literally doesn't matter what's like stage you're in or how impossible and far away it feels Mm -hmm. like you can get there. And I'm going to share Shelly's Instagram in the description box below. So go like literally you guys need to go follow her because she is just (laughs) she's like the cutest and the like she makes the funniest reels ever which I love but you're just informative and encouraging and empowering like I love coming to your page even on a tough day for me so oh thank you I feel the same way with you hun yeah so thanks for joining us Shelly it was so amazing you having on oh thank you so much this was the best yeah you're the best everyone listening um Go give her a follow. Check out us on Instagram if you want to ever DM us. Our DMs are always open if you need any help or you always some guidance or just a chat. Um, we're always around. So yeah, thanks for tuning in, you guys. And we will see you in the next episode. Stay nourished. <laughs>